and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. I am looking forward to getting into our lunch post-haste with the uh, one and only Eddie Pepitone and Sean Connery. Just real quick, at the top, I have some summer dates. I'm going to be in Northern California, so if you're in the area or you know anyone who who wants to come out and enjoy some stand-up comedy... I put a question mark at the end of that for some some reason. Uh, but I will be at uh, uh, Lake Tahoe. I will be at Harvey's from July 6th through the 10th. Following that, I will be at Doc's Lab in San Francisco. That is July 11th, Monday night, July 11th. Uh, love to see you there. And then I am doing the Throckmorton Theater Tuesday, July 12th. Uh, tickets and information, mattknudson.com. Oh, Shillin' just... Makes me get out of breath for some reason. Okay, my lunch today was with my good friends, uh, Eddie Pepitone and Sean Conroy. You know them both. They are uh, hilarious comedians and uh, and writers and creators, and uh, I was trying to do this for a long time. So, Eddie Pepitone is great, and he's one of a kind. You may have seen his Netflix special, In Ruins, or the documentary, The Bitter Buddha. You can find him on Twitter at Eddie Pepitone, E-D-D-I-E-P-E-P-I-T-O-N-E, and he has links to other stuff from there. And just for the record, it's confusing at times who's who, so Eddie Pepitone's voice sounds like this. Hey, Hootie Man, why don't you get rid of the blowfish, my friend, and just go touring? Also at the table... Sean Conroy, you have seen his writing on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network and also Key and Peele as an actor. You've seen him in the Goldbergs, Children's Hospital, uh, Comedy Bang Bang, I could go on. Find him online on Twitter at Sean Conroy, S-E-A-N-C-O-N-R-O-Y, that is at Sean Conroy and SeanConroy.com. And SeanConroy.com sounds like this. We got four carbons, three hydrogens, two oxygens. <laughs> what does that make? A mess, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you are in for a whole mess of the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Uh, go to grabbinglunch.com. You can see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a follow on SoundCloud. And we are on Stitcher Radio, which is actually uh, just part of the mid-roll now. So find us on the mid-roll at Grabbing Lunch and uh, MattKnudson.com. Come out and see me this summer. I'd love to uh, love to hang out. Okay, so with slightly further ado, this is my lunch with Eddie Pepitone and Sean Conroy at the Oinkster, the Vine location, uh, in Hollywood. The Oinkster in Hollywood. Let's eat. The company, you 
when you get a first class ticket? Yeah, I just right. kind of like I get I get an attitude immediately. Sure. Like to yeah, because most out. of the time you don't have an attitude. Right. <laughs> no, but I mean this. So is, mellow. But now it's right. backed up. Right. Now, this, now it's backed up with first class. <laughs> so when people are coming in, paper. when people are coming by me and I'm in the first row, I'm like this loser. Like under my breath. Yeah. Loser. That's not under your breath. That's not. <laughs> That's, That's pretty loud. Not. That was almost like yeah. normal talking yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite Seinfeld jokes is when the woman that comes and closes the curtain, she's like, maybe if you worked a little bit harder, <laughs> closes the curtain. Right, 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 right. That's fucking yeah. funny. So I'm trying to get to the bathroom back there in the back corner. Oh, boy. That was, it was like the employee stopped. And there was a sign that said, you thought the bathrooms were this way, didn't you? It says With that. no further instruction as to where the bathroom was. <laughs> and it was uh, SpongeBob SquarePants said it in like a caption below. It's like, you know, I that's it. And that was it. So they were they were like two steps ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a place they knew I love SpongeBob. This is a playful. I had to pee. <laughs> it's a playful joint. It's a playful it's joint. A playful it's joint. A place called the Oyster. Come Park. down to the Oyster. It's playful joint. The most. Uh, Dignified. True. Uh, you could be the pull quote for this place. The playful the joint, Eddie Pepitone, you know. Well, I'm into doing ads now, so. Sure. How much is it up front? I thought we were going to talk about that. <laughs> Veggie burgers. Veggie burgers. Feel free to go have these fries. Thank you. We're all, we have, we're all on 83, yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm on 83. Five. I thought I got a separate thing, but it came with. What the hell is this? Mayonnaise? No, I think we, we each took care of our own. Oh, you did? That's yeah. true. I mean, once you once I saw the green light on ordering fries from Eddie, I was like, I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. I'm gonna do it too. I can't believe I'm eating a full lunch. I just had coffee. I never usually eat anything for about I don't know. At least 40 minutes after mm-hmm. coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives me that nervous, nervous <laughs> stomach that I need to start the day. Right, you wouldn't want to have food in your stomach to absorb right. that acid. Right. Absolutely not. I don't want to fuck up the buzz. Uh, you just have to worry about maybe having diarrhea for about 45 minutes. And then, okay, I'm good. That's a matter of course. I have a good Colin <laughs> His name is actually Colin. <laughs> Colin, 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 Lovely alliteration. It's kind of a play on words, you know. Yeah. So, what is the uh, the upfront experience? Well, I went last year, and uh, you know, the, the first night we got there, we just, you know, I'm with my colleagues from work. It's like a classic business trip scenario. Working, working, yeah. Oh, hey, that's me. Thank you. So, thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. Um, so the uh, 
so the, you know, the first thing that happens is we go, somebody goes, oh, let's go across the street to a bar. And then we're at a bar for a little while. And somebody's like, let's go to a strip club. And then all of a sudden we're at a strip club. Right. And that was actually the trip where I decided I don't like strip clubs. <laughs> where, where, when was it? It took me that long in my life. Oh, dude. Hilarious. The upfronts last year. Was like, yeah, you threw in the flag. He's just yeah. like, I don't enjoy this. Some of the guys really are into it, you know? Well, and I'm like, I, I just, it's not fun for me. Right. How old are the guys who are into it? That's a I mean, various ages. Agreed. From 25 really? to 50, yeah. It goes up to 50. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I hit my wall with strip clubs at about 35, I think. Right. But you used to go fairly frequently, right? No, I didn't go. But when I DJ for several years, I Please welcome <laughs> Tiffany. But it's so gingerbread and It's so don't grossly transactional to oh, me. Like you just have to delude yourself so much. I remember when she a made pretty, eye contact with me. She she must like me. A pretty stripper told me, "I like your hat a lot," and I was like, "This is my future wife." <laughs> Um, Give this second, woman a bottle of champagne this instant. And then yeah. the, second night, the second night, we had a, they have a concert usually. Uh -huh. So the previous year, it had been Kanye West. Oh, cool. And the year I was there, uh, it was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> which was disappointing, but she was great, actually. I, was, I came away very impressed with her. I'm impressed you with her. Yeah. Why, why was she so good? Just a good performer? Great performer. She's got a great voice. She's not a great songwriter, but when she was doing covers, they were fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when she I also think about stopped in the middle of it to go. All right, all you suits. Let's think for a second about how you can use your your money and your influence right. to help LGBT. Right. You know, like she's very. Oh, hear me out. Right, right, right. Hear me out. <laughs> she also was basically naked on stage, uh -huh. which I thought was well, kind of. That's cool true. Because, no, I mean, in a way that was like, like, you know when you go to a stand-up show and a girl goes on stage and somebody's like, show us your tits, like that kind of stuff. Monsters. Yeah, but, but, but that happened so frequently and she was just like, like, she was like one step ahead of that going, fuck you, this is what I look like. Right. I'm gonna do my show now. Right. Here know. are my tits. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, here are my tits. That's hilarious. I now, always hand it to her that um, she, after the, the Hannah Montana years, and you could be like a burnout child star, she was so provocative that people stopped talking about Hannah Montana immediately. Okay. And she got to like rebrand herself. Which is what as, she was going for. Oh, one hundred percent. But when you see the scenes of a performance played out in public, you're like. Well, enough people are buying it that you can twerk with, mm -hmm. you know, Robin Thicke. Well, that was when she did the MTV Music Awards. Yeah. When she yeah. and Robin Thicke did that. Right. She's not Hannah Montana anymore. And then they just write their narrative from there. What's the deal with your dad? Isn't he kind of an, um, is he a micromanager? Billy Ray. I, I thought there was some kind of shit with her dad. I, I know, know he's got heart problems. What? <laughs> what kind of heart problems? He's got an achy break. No, my God, no. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You, you walked into that one. <laughs> yep. I feel like I got kind of a hockey assist on that one, too. I just, you know. You did. You gave me a setup. Steered into the turn. Yep. Now. <laughs> and Eddie, you're eating a salad that's very. Wow. Well, yeah. Next to my wink. 
pointy burger. Oh, they They're like, huge, huh? They are pretty big. Mm. Uh, I was happy to see the uh, Blues beat the Blackhawks. Um, I was excited about it. <clears throat> well, it was kind of redemption. I mean, they had been knocked out by the Hawks a lot of years. Yeah, and they were in the middle of a classic choke because they were up 3-1. Yeah, yeah. Unlike I was telling you, that game could have gone either. I mean, it was such a great game. It was up and down, down and up, sideways and backwards. Yeah. It was amazing. I had a, um, a game last night, but I you what? taped it. Well, there's, a, there's like a comedian's basketball league. Oh, you play that can't, Yeah, Pan Pacific. You don't play hoops anymore, huh? happened in a while. If you ever want I to play the first season that they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bancroft Middle School. You should get back in a, uh, playing hoops a little bit. I'll cheer you on. I'll be one I of the should, guys. Yeah, I should. Like, I'll right. be on the sideline just going, watch your heart. Right. Watch your heart, buddy. <laughs> I think we need to get you some kind of clipboard. You know, like a, a dry erase marker. Hey, guys, get in here. Bring it in here. Gentlemen, come on in. Everybody put on that Fitbit. Everybody put on that Fitbit. I want to know how many steps you're taking. 10,000 steps a day, my friend. I'm a Fitbit guy. When I was playing, when I was playing in the Comedians Basketball League, no. I almost couldn't make it to any games. And then yeah, I came to one game, and I was, in one, I was in for one minute, and the ref threatened to throw me out of the game. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? I was bodying somebody up under the boards, but I was like 200 pounds heavier than him. So he just went flying. I mean, I, I didn't do anything illegal, but right. the guy just went flying. And right. the ref got in your face? And the ref got in my face. Wow. Uh, it's one of those environments where they're the star of the night yeah. in a lot of ways. And if they can get out of the game, uh, out of the way of the game and let us kind of play it. The ref. Yeah, the refs. It's their, yeah. it's their time to shine in a lot oh, of ways. Really? Yeah. You know how some people get attention in certain ways, and others get that charge. I've never Some been a big them. attention getter, but yeah. I've heard <laughs> I've heard you've been very subtle in your pursuit of, yeah. Um, but that's how they get it. They, you know, they get the power and control of refing for like, who the hell would ever want like, to oh. be a ref? Right. Ever. Right. You have to be a specific personality type. You know what? I, think I don't even want to work at Foot Locker. You know what personality type I think it is? A control freak. Uh, Don't you think? 100%. Like someone who wants to control, not necessarily, I think the good ones are control freaks. Like they don't want to, they don't want the attention, but they want to control the, the festivities. You know what I Correct. mean? Like it's going this way, going, I have power over you is another way to put it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they really give a shit. Because once, if refs get attention, it's bad. Because that never goes well. No. You can also say, I'm uh -huh. in charge. Who's the boss here? Right. That's another way you can put it. Right. Now, now you're getting. Now exactly. <laughs> I'm waiting start. for them to reboot that too. It feels like they're rebooting all the. Which one? Who's the boss here? Who's the lead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Danzig can do it, or you have to bring in someone? Oh, I, yeah, I imagine he'd do it. Unless he's doing Teach right now, another season of Teach. Is there, uh, a, is there a show he's doing? Oh, it was like a few years ago, oh, okay. but he went and like taught at some high school. It was like a reality but he, show. Yeah, no, but he but was as good shit. Did you? I didn't actually. Cool. I didn't watch he any of it. He was really relating to kids. I mean, uh, he was being a good guy. Uh -huh. He was taking these trouble. Did you see any of this shit? Uh-uh. 
I'm not into that whole teaching the inner city thing. <laughs> not on my watch. He would just help me. would take these, like, you know, these kids that didn't have a father and be a real. I was like crying wow. during a clip, and I only watch clips. I don't watch the show, you know. I'm a clip crier. I'm a clip crier. <laughs> I cry. I cry on clips. I like. I like compilation shows. Right. Compilation boards. Is it compilation, compilation or compilation? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific like subset. Yeah, it's and a I subset. never know the answer. I think compilation. I would say compilation, but there's a lot of things I but just you don't know. But you pronounce things correctly. <laughs> oh my god. I brought you a bad example. I, I follow phonics and grammar rules. Yes, uh, you don't know. <laughs> I think once once you drop the E, uh, you make the A shortened compilation. I don't follow that. <laughs> I know what I'm around the ballpark of what you said. You guys, I've never been to college. What'd you get? What'd you guys get? I got the um, bluebird. I got kind of the namesake thing here, which is their um, pulled pork sandwich. Must be good. And it's good. It's good. Yeah. I don't have to worry about eating healthy today. I mean, this is taking care of it. A big, fat, porky sandwich. This is good. I'm going to come back here and try another one. <laughs> Not far from this you. This afternoon. <laughs> you're, you're here. What did you just... Yes, I was. You're here every Hello. three. <laughs> every three hours. Well, the guys started coming here on Your it. usual table, Mr. Conroy? <laughs> no. they, they clear everybody, people in suits. I had a reservation. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, either that or just grab one of the numbers without ordering it all. If you set it on your table, it's sitting in the corner. <laughs> 71, I'm <laughs> still waiting. Yeah. No, I might come here again for sure. There's a, You've been there, here once before? This is my second time. Um, there's one in Echo Park. Echo Park. Oh. Um, yeah, like on Sunset or something. All around, all around. I only know that because I ended up there before I came here. <laughs> Earlier? Did you really? You <laughs> what? I thought that was where we were meeting. <laughs> I wish that were true. <laughs> Shaking his head no. Yeah, we were talking, uh, I live in Santa Monica and I was good just to button that. After 8 p.m., anything's half an hour to get to, more or less. After what? After 8, like everything's half hour, 45 minutes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. We just have Rolling, to plan accordingly. Rolling through the west side or coming east? Coming east. Either, yeah. either way. Unless there's like some freak accident. So spot the night on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Close to the improv, too. West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like, when you go to West Hollywood, you just go up, like, Santa Monica Boulevard. Boulevard. I hate getting on the highway. Sometimes. Um, Olympic can be a champion that people like don't really, yeah. you know. Which makes sense. Know about. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is my personal ver version of the Olympics. <laughs> Driving on Olympic. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I used to audition for commercials. Uh -huh. <clears throat> in the daytime. You don't anymore? No. All the way out in Santa Monica, it was a nightmare. Yes. It would take hours to get out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the traffic in LA is just. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> Full tie. I'm actually 
I have an audition tomorrow. Cool. In Westwood. Uh -huh. I'm really 2 30. Getting there will be okay, but I'm fucked. I'm already like, ah, uh, coming back. <laughs> Cancel the audition. <laughs> you got it, Eddie. You <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> Yeah, I used to get resentful. We've really hard to get you this, Cancer. Well, I won't go to a 10 a.m. I used to get resentful on the west side. Being called in, there's no way to go into an audition. Oh, these are the fucking assholes that want me to do this? Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Is this going to cause copyright issues? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. There's been other music and other ones, but nobody else. Beatles never get old, huh? Um, died. <laughs> yeah. I think How many are dead now? Two. Fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent. One unnatural cause. Right. And George Harrison, some guy broke into his house and beat the shit out of him. What? Remember that? It was like ten years ago. No, no, no. But like before that, he almost died from an assault. They beat up a guy with cancer? <laughs> that caused the cancer. <laughs> like oh, beat cancer into it. Like, oh no. Did they really break into his bedroom? Like yeah, you heard that story too, right? I, I guess whatever security that existed wasn't enough. I don't remember. Yeah. Where were they living? Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. Now I always think of Hawaii as a bucolic paradise. Right. Apparently it's a pretty brutal place. <laughs> Especially if you're a celebrity with a lot of money. Was it a couple of locals or? I don't remember the rest of the story. I believe it was a mentally unstable fan or. It was a guy named Fred Salsoner. Fred Paulson, he'd been a fan for a long time. He'd written Harrison a bunch of letters and had not heard back. Finally, he wrote one that said, I have a girl in the trunk of my car. <laughs> Maybe I'm mixing him up with Eminem. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, Eminem was assaulted in Hawaii. Right. Eminem? No, no, no. Oh. Eminem does the assault. Those are the lyrics to his. And who is the woman in that? I don't remember. No. The song is called Fierce Stands. That's right. Unstable fans are always like a bad combination. Yeah. And when you think about it, a lot of people are unstable. Myself included. Yeah. yeah. How tight a grip do people have on their sanity? You only know when they lose it. They say, uh... It's a fine dance, is it not? It's a fine dance indeed. They yeah. say California's unstable. <laughs> unstable, you say? The whole state. The big one's gonna hit one of these days. By the way, how bad would the traffic be when the big one is? Here. It all slide into the I ocean. mean, I wouldn't go to that appointment in Westwood. Yeah, I, well, I if it's a big one, if it's a big appointment, and let's say it's a potentially life-changing movie or whatever, and right. you know you're perfect for it, right. the big one hits. There's no power, a lot of death. Right. Some of California has slipped into the ocean. Right. I say you still go to it if that is up and running. You try again. And plus, maybe that would some be a of your competition. Movie. <laughs> By the way, that might be a funny parody movie. Like, you just show 
all the crazy shit that you have to do, and instead of getting to your family, right. who you know is trapped in a building or whatever, right. you're getting to a movie audition that you think you're perfect for. Yeah. And you get there, and everybody's dead. But here's the end of the movie. You get there, everybody's dead except the casting person, and she's yeah. got the camera, and she's like, thank God you made it. She puts you on tape, and I think the trailer... Just throw it away, just throw it away. Just throw it out the of the way. The trailer... Care, but... No, no. The, the end of the movie, the very end when the credits are rolling, is you're in the movie. Like, California's gone, but they're filming in Seattle. Right, right. But you've got, you, you, it was worth it because you are the star of the new, I don't know. And by the way, there's millions of people dead, but at least you got your part of the movie. Yeah, that's the sure. joke. And possibly some of your competition who would have acted better than you were, you know, were crushed under some debris. Well, I don't look at it that way. They couldn't, they just see like the hand of a better actor than you underneath some like drywall. Uh, I'm not gonna make the audition. Ugh, dude. Yeah, I mean, my first, oh, sorry, go No, ahead. I was just gonna say, you always hear about the potential of a fucking earthquake out here. Yeah. And if it happens, oh. this like we would become immediately. It, it would be insane. Right. Oh, right. When the wind blows, right. Yeah. It's the post-apocalypse. You know. That's what I'm saying. Gales, everyone. Hey, be careful. There's gales. There's you, lights up on Franklin Avenue that go out when it gets windy, and it, oh you know, God. it shuts things down for miles because you have to have a certain modicum of courtesy to sort of let somebody go through the intersection before you and then make it work then you go and then somebody else goes <laughs> it's a and zipper. people just refuse, a refuse to do that oh yeah. how did that go you go you go then then you go goes <laughs> then you go and the you go goes and then I go in the right lane that isn't really a lane fast eight more cars and jamming at the last second but I went out one night to pick up sandwiches and it took me an hour to go a mile and back because two stoplights were out and there were no police. Yeah. No, and I and almost I got in two accidents. Yeah. Was it Franklin and where? Uh, like Franklin and Gower, that area. Oh God. You what know, you I'm gonna check outside and see if it might. It feels like it went from nothing to yeah. something. In, um, I don't think anyone else is in. But you guys don't mind. No, I'm fine. No, Eddie was just saying we're going to take a bank. You're going to take a bank. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? It's like a perfect when things place. Things aren't going well. Yeah, take it a bank. We'll just kind of, you know, getting a couple of guys who are very able with technology and right. and, and, gun, and gunplay. <laughs> you know, there were guys. Certain sets of skills. Yeah. There were guys who went to my high school long after I was there. Right. Yeah, yeah. One of the kids. One of the kids' parents went out of town. Oh, this is a horrible story. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm riveted. I love horrible one, stories. One of the kids' parents went out of town, uh -huh. and they took the kid's car, and they were just driving around, and they got in an accident. The parent did? No, no, no. They, one, so there's four kids. Uh -huh. Parents are out of town. They take they take one of the kids' parents' cars. They're driving around, right. getting in an accident. They're not supposed to take the car, so the kid's like, we have to fix this car. Yeah. I've been there. It's gonna cost yeah. 900 bucks. So one of the kids goes, let's just rob a bodega. Wow. So they decide to rob a bodega. This is in New Rome? 
No, 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 in the Bronx. Okay. I went to high school in the Bronx. And so they walk into a fucking bodega with ski masks on. They did not. And a BB gun. And they rob the place. Wow. And they get like 160 bucks or something. <gasps> so then... They have to do seven of those. <laughs> so they really, I, right, I, think, I, think, I think I think I think you might be a little off, but right. yeah. <laughs> well, I understand the sixty carries over, and it's probably more like. But five, so then they're just seven. driving along. They stop at a light, and one of the kids just sticks the gun out of the <gasps> window of the car at the car next to them, and says, "Give me your wallet." Turns out it's a cop, undercover yeah. cop, who uh. drops to the floor and starts shooting. He does Shoots not. one of the kids in the face. The other kids not. drive to a field somewhere to drop his body there. Are you being serious? They leave his body there. Nobody knows what's happened at this point. Right. A couple days go by, they can't find this kid. And finally, one of the kids tells his girlfriend, like, this is what happened. We took him to this field. She goes to the cops and tells them cops go and find the kid who is now dead but had been alive for like 48 hours after this happened and died of dehydration basically. I, I now from hearing this I think you you should when you do get into an accident and the car gets a little messed up just tell your parents I'm sorry about right. the car right is there a takeaway from this shot what is there is there a moral lesson that we can somehow no, oh, dude. Anyway, the, the Farrelly brothers have optioned that for sure. a little bit. <laughs> I was just going to... No, talking about just, it now, it's a breach of a very serious contract. I was just going to say, that sounds like a, a movie. Pretty dark movie, yeah. What, who, what, who could I Google? Like, right. is there a name attached that I could Google it? No. And who books that movie? Who's None booking that movie? None of those guys had names. That right. was the weird thing about them. <laughs> right. But I mean, the I just thought that was so... That's tragedy. ...fucked up. Yeah, that's tragedy. And that's like... Um, when you hear people say, I never thought it would happen to me, it sounds like a line you hear in every interview, but... Yeah, and like I said, these, in were, that situation. these were kids that went to my high school, so they were like... Were you buddies? No, 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 they were years after me, but they were like... Oh, you, you know, heard this story. Good students down. at a Catholic high school... Right. ...who decided to rob a bodega. Lost their mind. And yeah. Well, the bodega thing seemed to have gone well. It was the... <laughs> No, this is my takeaway. The bidet thing went well, except that the but money. There's a morality was... element there. Well, well, I'm not saying what they did was correct, but it went okay for them. It was the. You sticky... see both sides. Like yeah. you shouldn't rob a place, but if you're gonna do it, it's good if it goes well. Well, I'm saying in in this story, it was the sticking the gun out of of the car <coughs> that correct. was. It, it feels to me as though they suffered from a sophomore slump. Their first <laughs> criminal activity was such a success. It's they like got a little cocky. When you do a bit on the stage for the first time and it goes well, the second time you do it, it doesn't go as well. Right. Well, that separates the mess. <laughs> I still want to do that short film with you, Eddie, where Which you one? walk off the stage at the improv after bombing and never stop walking as it tracks through the. You walk and I walk right into my car. Right into your car. Which is what I did at the improv one night years ago, and I bombed Every time I think so incredibly for a Montreal showcase when I first got here, probably. And uh, I couldn't believe the level of bomb that it was. It was so quiet. You know, the industry sucks anyway when they're all in one room. I'm familiar. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've That's been in the so same funny. room. They're, they're not there to see me, but I've been in the room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then they saw me the element of surprise. They're like, hey, is this an average fella? Let's laugh at him. He's got nothing at stake. <laughs> Tom, we could laugh for this fella. No, we can't. That's Conroy. Do you know him? Jesus, that's Conroy? That's Conroy. And he was on Conan 15 years ago. What, what the, the hell happened? happened to him? Well, I thought he was living in the desert. <laughs> Well, he is. He's living in L.A., which is actually a desert town. <laughs> it's a desert town. Bob, we're all living in a desert. What? <laughs> when the fuck did that happen? Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing about the water and, you know, did, didn't you ever Wait see that minute. Chinatown movie? Wait, we should what? be listening the to the stand-up. <laughs> the, the one back. with the nose? Yeah, the nose thing. <laughs> the nose thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm your sister. I'm your mother. I'm Trapped your daughter. Trapped inside the nose father. was a Conroy thing. <laughs> Some of Burt Young's finest work, if I'm not mistaken. Burt Young. Was in Chinatown? Chinatown, yeah. He was? Mm-hmm. Who did he play? Was he the heavy? Like a hit, a hit man type? I don't he played remember. a scientist. He was a scientist. Uh, <laughs> they wrote uh, scientist scenes in a movie. Pass me the hygrometer. Look, <laughs> look, I'll do some ionization, but I ain't fucking cleaning this place up. <laughs> Bert Young is the scientist. I'll do some... Uh, oh, look at these ion levels. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hey, Rock, these ions ain't ain't exactly what you want to see. <laughs> I was at a, a, a souvenirs like shop on Hollywood Boulevard, and they had... Um, lucky you. Yeah, lucky. Things are going that way, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got any uh, Hollywood. Marilyn Monroe Marilyn snow Monroe. globes? Yeah, but... The Cut one to one you th- jerking off in a car <laughs> to a snow globe. God damn it, I wish the snow would not be so intense. And I can't, I can't see Monroe. <laughs> I didn't want a blizzard. I just wanted, I wanted a light dusting. For whatever reason, snow globes get you off. Like, instead of a picture of Monroe, you'd like the snow globe thing. Yeah. You break it, you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah, but they had a picture of, uh, uh, of Burt Young. It wasn't like a, a headshot or even like a studio still. It Surveillance was just, photo? It looked like it was obviously from Chinatown, but it was just kind of like an unflattering picture of him, like kind of like looking up, and that was like what was you it, could potentially buy at this. No, no. Oh, it was How just for was sale. It? I bought it. It was like you did uh, buy it? yeah, I did. I did. Are you a Burt Young fan? It was just so funny, you know. I wanted it. It was like a dollar or two dollars. I hate when people compare me to Burt Young. Do I've they? gotten oh, really? that. Like, oh, see, you look like Burt Young, and I'm like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Starring like, Eddie Pepitone as a scientist. Hey, uh, I got the who, do, who do I got to blow Let's together? This... Electron microscope over here. Let's see if this test tube combines with this test tube. What does it make here? It's got to be some hey. kind of compound, right? <laughs> hey, before I unravel... Any questions at the end? <laughs> we got four carbons, three hydrogens, two oxygen. <laughs> what does that make? A mess, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hey, before I unravel this DNA strand, which is, uh, you know, basically life itself, uh, can you tell me how much of the burgers next door here? <laughs> I mean, I'll do the DNA on the strand and unravel it. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey look at this fucking mouse. I told mouse? you. Mouse? Oh, oh. I told you we shoot him up with a bunch of this shit, something's gonna go on. Uh. <laughs> hey, Rock. My assistant's always named Rock. Uh. Hey, Rock. Great. Hey, Rock, let's give the mouse more cocaine, huh? <laughs> because it hits the endorphin center. They, they, you know. And we could do the rest of it. <laughs> and we could do the rest of it. They're never going to do all of it, are they? 
these fuzz the tiny little noses. He's Cosmo. Hey, hey, by the way, the gobbledygooks down on, <laughs> on floor three, they won't give us the electron microscope. Maybe I'm going to go down there and have a little talk with them. <laughs> oh. What the fuck is the matter with you people? We need the electron microscope upstairs for the rats with the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went to Harvard too, you gobbledygooks. <laughs> you gobbledygooks. This the- roll has been miscast for years. It might, you know, it has to have that on it. By the way, for the experiment, you gotta slice the garlic razor thin. Razor thin. <laughs> yeah. Kind of Columbo style. Or like Columbo would always like ask questions, like call her be like, eh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't, yeah. You know. I love Columbo. And then he would oh, just go, beautiful. he would go, oh, oh one oh, more oh, thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, you know, my wife. All right, well, up. I just wanted to find out, you know, if that was true or not. I'll be on my way. I got to get home. Oh, By the oh, way. One more thing. By the way, I so hope Did I'm... you kill her? <laughs> All right, you got me. <laughs> detective, and they're always like, detective, please, wait, please get to the point. Or at some point they go to him, you're a very sly man, detective. <laughs> you come off like you're just an average Joe. Right. But really, you're very sly. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm just doing my job, sir. My favorite is there was always like, after he talked to the person the first time, there was always that it stayed with them in the scene where he went and picked up the phone call. Uh, Now we need to, you know, uh, take care of the diamonds or whatever. He calls the henchman and that's how we know he's the bad guy. Oh yeah, well they show. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's that, like that extended scene after Columbo leaves. Columbo takes like, off, and Ricky, now we know yes, who it is. Yes, we need to yeah. meet. Ricky, 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 yeah, Ricky. Ricky. I did a bad job setting that up. I but. think the detective is onto us. We need to <laughs> exactly. no, but get I'm, rid of the yeah. goods. I'm a, big, <laughs> I'm a big Columbo aficionado, and they show the murder oh, do in think? the first uh, part of the uh, in the first part of the show. That's what they called the show. Have you guys watched Bosch at all on no. Netflix? What is no, it? I've, I've what heard is a lot it? about it. It's great. It's is an it LA about the painter? What? Is He's named the after the painter. He is? Yeah. I was just <laughs> joking around. Ha- his name is Harry Bosch, uh-huh. but his real name is Hieronymus. Yeah. Um, I know it's a guy from Lost. My favorite, thing, actor, my, my favorite thing is that... What's the premise? Uh, just that he's a, LA, a detective in the Hollywood precinct. And, yeah. you know, the first season was all about a serial killer. Uh, the second season, it was about a insurance Good. scam. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. But the best thing is that he's always like, his phone will ring, and it'll be like, Bosh, where? I'll be there in 30 minutes. And I'm like, what a crock of shit, because you can't get anywhere in L.A. in 30 minutes. <laughs> well, you know? it's an old, it's, what, what time period is I call it? bullshit. Now. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Right. Well, they say everything takes half hour, though. I don't agree with no, that. I said that 40 minutes ago. Yeah. No. <laughs> I got here in 20 minutes from North Hollywood. It works out fine sometimes, right. but it's... But especially if you're Bosch. Right. You know, then it works out almost exclusively. You have the LAPD uh, helicopter at your disposal. Be there in a half But hour. then when I was pissed about that, they had an episode where he goes... 45? I'll meet you there in an hour. Right. And the guy at the other end of the phone goes... We'll be there in 45. He did. And he hangs up and he goes, he bullshit. There's no way they could be there in 45. Right. And they get there so and they he's did like, how did you beat us time? here? Yeah, yeah. They really did Maybe that. someone noticed that whole thing that you were talking about. Yeah. And they said, hey, let's do this. You know? They had to call it out. But they is it a good noir? Is it a good noir yeah, thing? it's great. I love that shit. It's really great. So I could binge watch that on the road. Dude, you, 
you'll go is it jerk off material my friend <laughs> guy it's the no, guy who always wants to jerk off <laughs> it's no snow globe but you know <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah 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 well i don't know i don't know what your thing is right well i i uh, i like That's jerking off to noah you do <laughs> noah <laughs> the old time here the better you know, the old time, yeah. Don't restore it. I, I don't need to see that. Those old time noir movies, though. What, what was the period? It was right after World War II, I believe, when they started making intense film noir. Mm -hmm. How do you say it? Le noir. Don't, noir. Don't, 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 no, don't. Say it the way it's supposed to be said. <laughs> and he never gives me a break, even when I'm like, oh, please. Oh, please. I didn't realize you were bilingual. We, 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 too funny. Yeah, when I was in um, uh, Paris. Oh, boy, that's, that, I didn't we see that coming. <laughs> really? How many times, you were there once? I've been there I three times, there I'm just saying. <laughs> you bastards. When I was I've never been. Tower, I've never um, been. Yeah, it's, you know. You're better off not going, Eddie. It was garbage. The whole experience was not worth it. Well, now there's terrorist attacks. Ugh. You know? It's here, too. True. I mean, just watch Fox News. Right. <laughs> We're on constant uh, alert. We have not By had... taking your family to the mall or restaurants, oh, are, are you, you putting their lives in danger? Serious? Oh, yeah. Well, the answer to that is, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I get everything online now. Yummy. Yummy.com. Yeah. I need a meal. <laughs> Yes, bring out. it to the Pepitone, Wait, the Pepitone compound. Okay. It's for my family. I don't want to take them out. There's tremendous danger out there. I just watched Fox News. Oh. I just love how they scare the shit out of you constantly. It's all about that. But anyway, you were in Paris. Yeah. What happened? You never Oh, I didn't out. speak any, any any French, but uh, I just knew like a handful of words like like why, like pourquoi. Um, <laughs> and there's just like these these kids, these students were coming up and trying to like talk to me, and I just just said pourquoi, and they just kept trying to explain things, but they're like five years old, they don't know what the hell's going on. I just acted confused with one of the three words that I knew, and that was my Paris experience. <laughs> How long were you there? About a half an hour, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it, 45 minutes. By the way, he's clearly hanging out outside a little, you know, sure. kindergarten. Yeah, uh, that's why I went to Paris. <laughs> was I unclear? No, you have a, a little dictionary there that, that says, unzip your fly. Unzip your pantalon. <laughs> Pantalones. Madame Dachurmay, the man is here again. He's standing here by the playground. I've rehearsed a lot and I have it now. Why are you talking English, little Pierre? I don't know. You are too. These are just the subtitles. <laughs> you are too. Uh, <clears throat> what were you in You're Paris for? Uh, I was just like backpacking. Oh, it was after college? Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea of backpacking. Yeah, yeah I didn't go to college, but it was I want to backpack where I ran. <laughs> you can do it once, Eddie. People do it. You can do it once. Well, they arrested those kids. Be, they arrested it's supposed them. to be a beautiful country. I'm sure right. it is. You know, Lots of sights. I love Lots how of... Conroy... I love how Conroy... When I say I'm backpacking, you can do it. It's <laughs> a very pleasant, beautiful country. All of a sudden... Well, I forget where I heard it, but somebody was just talking about how they went there. And people were so friendly and hospitable. I know, that's the thing. You see, that's the fucking thing, is that we're scared shitless because of uh, the news. <laughs> and the reality is so many nice people all over, you know? Agreed. I think most people have the same set of concerns in their life. Yeah. Family, work, 
security. Yeah. And then the politics happen on a different level, but humanity happens on. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Look, I just think this country would be a better place <laughs> if we round up the Muslims and send them back. <laughs> we build a wall. Right. Keep out the Mexicans and the South Americans. Yeah. We start and, a trade uh, war. We keep the uh, we keep yeah. the men from By dressing up like women to go into bathrooms and rape little girls. You know. By the way, is Trump? Who you were just talking about, I would think. Well, Cruz oh, also. Cruz, I didn't too. Know. Oh, Cruz, I think, is even more of a danger. But is Trump going to get the nomination? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. That's, this country's become... You ever see the Mike Judge film, Idiocracy? Of course. Of course. It's become that. I couldn't agree more. Wow. Could Trump win? <laughs> he could, right? I mean... I'm asking Conroy like he's the political expert. <laughs> I don't oh, think, hey, I don't hey, think he can, bullshit? but... Bunch of bicycles. This is bullshit. This is actually the tour. Get a car! Get a car! I hate when there's a gang of them. Right. They could take you at any minute. <laughs> Plus, their clothes are so tight. Nothing's, you know, stopping them from... Hmm. Yeah. Um, but could Trump Sorry. win? Could, could, could Trump even be a viable candidate, did we think, a year ago? Yet here he is, he's gonna come away with the nomination. Yeah, I think that's why he talks so much shit when he started, because he never thought he'd get this far. Right. Well, let's face it, the reason he's gotten so many votes is because he is the anti-politician. Right. And that's what the average schmuck is relating to, don't you think? Yeah. They're like, he. I, as a matter of fact, I was in, uh, a deli in San Francisco, an old-timey Italian dude who I liked, and he was saying, hey, so what if Trump turns out to be a bum? They're all bums anyway. Like, in other words, right. people are so afraid that he's going to be this horrible right. president. He goes, who hasn't been? Right. You know? Well, I think that's incorrect. Well, who? I kind of agree with him. Yeah. You um, have different views on politics. <laughs> Right. Well, no, I'm, I'm think... for the working man. <laughs> and I am for the elite rich. <laughs> I am only for the elite rich when I am doing very, very well and I have first class tickets and that kind of thing. That's right. Then I'm with them. And That's I'm... when you have. When I'm in a first class uh, cabin, I understand why they. Why they are? Like and they I, are. I Trump. When I'm in flying first class, he's and I'm for the working man. When, for example, I need my shoes cobbled, <laughs> or, my, or my horse shod. Right. Well, I don't have that set of skills. Right. I need a cobbler. Uh, excuse me. Give me Adam Sandler. Excuse okay. me, but I got a hole in me shoe. <laughs> Aren't you the physicist? Yeah. Yeah. And where's that microscope? <laughs> I. Uh, I have a DNA strand that I tell you to take a look at. We from, by the way. Italy, Switzerland, Bota. I just think this... I, I, from everywhere. From everywhere. I think it's funny that this election is going to be decided by who hates who more. Yeah. Yeah, There's it's so really gotten like Hillary, that. So many people hate Trump. It's just like, who who hates who more? It's yeah. scary, actually. Well, you know? but... I, Which is why I want to get off I think that's why the forefathers yeah, yeah, yeah. De designed this government this way. It was like about who hates who more, you know? Right. Unbelievable. Well, in my mind, what happened was Trump turned the, the racism, the, you know, everything that was subtly played at, at like a four or five, he cranked it up for to... For years. For years. Yeah. It's the message that they were putting out. Right. And then the message got like this megaphone that made them look bad. 
and yeah. you know, he's someone, playing everything, but I, he's saying it out loud to people who are cheering, right. and it's uncomfortable to watch. I actually read a guy who said the reason the Republicans, you know, the whole Republican Party does not want Trump to get the nomination. The reason is, according to this guy who I love, he says he's just speaking out loud what the Republicans actually do and think. Yeah. It's 100% he's just true. being honest being about honest. what they're about, right. and, they, and they're like, "No, no, 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 we can't have that." Right? You we gotta, gotta, we gotta be devious. About absolutely. This. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's talking shit too. He's calling people names, and that's right. That's a, like, whole yeah, other, that's, that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. That's a line you say before you knock where, someone where out in a the, bar movie. Where is the bathroom, by the way? I gotta quickly. Oh, um, I can tell you where it's of, not. First of all, you, no, it's uh, it's right there, yeah, right there to the left. Um, Do not read my journal, gentlemen. It's glad you brought it. Glad you brought it. <laughs> uh, we should actually take it out and maybe like change the bookmark in it, you know, just to be those guys. Uh, I was working with a, a, a friend of mine on this um, a TV show. We were like in the sound department, and a coworker of ours, like a guy who was on the crew, had like written some movie script, and he wanted my friend Brian to read it. So it was, you know, like 90 pages or something like that. He took it into like the production office and uh, and made a complete copy of the script, but then like proceeded to like put gum between the pages and just wrinkle it up and dirty it, spill coffee on it, and he gave it to the guy. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did you use? Yeah. This for, floor mat. Pretty pretty elaborate, but uh, pretty solid hope. <laughs> Time intensive, but not expensive. You know. I do agree. It's, yeah, you say it out loud. I know. It's so crazy. Like, I, I, I have become obsessed right. with the whole thing, right. you know? I'll sit at home for hours and just flip back and forth between CNN and Fox News yeah. because I'm so blown away by what's going on. Is CNN, would you say in your mind, uh, like, middle and then it's... Fox News, right? MSNBC left. I don't really watch MSNBC. I don't either. I feel like there isn't a. I mean, there, there is a difference between Fox News and CNN, but not a huge difference. So, but yeah, Fox is just unbelievable. Um, to the point where either I'm so fucking angry, or I'm just laughing so hard, you know? Because it's a joke. It really is. <laughs> It's true. But uh, but also just to see that Trump in particular, the bullshit that he spouts is is amazing. Yeah, it's hurtful. Like it's did you like, see the thing yesterday where you were saying rational about, human being, you're like That's what it is. It's like they're so it's so irrational. And it supersedes politics. It's just uh, um, seeing anyone, regardless of party, behaving in right. that way or just like Where they're just so full of nonsense <laughs> and dismissive. changing what they're saying and yeah. you know talking about how other people are constantly telling him how great they are. Like, I wonder if he ever had a conversation that wasn't somebody telling him how smart he was and how great he was. Who's that? Trump. Well, because that's all he talks about. He's like, this is not me saying this. This is not me. This is, my friends call me and they say, you're the smartest guy we know. You're you're so smart. I love that shit. You're great at deals. You know, like. He's so out of his fucking mind. But I read an article But he does make some good points. (laughs) No, but I read an article saying that that he has been told that he's a fucking lout. And you know by who? L-O-U-T. You know by who? I don't know who that is. 
by the fucking Republican establishment. And that's why he ran, because he got no respect. And it was particularly, the, you know, the White House correspondent dinner right, where they right, hire right. a comic to go after. Well, that year, I believe it was Seth Meyers. Yes, I who remember Who went that. after Trump unmercifully. There's clips of that online. Yes, and you can that's see him, I like, s- not smiling and, like, gritting his and, teeth. And, and, and he apparently never got t- t- taken seriously. By the Republican guard, the old guard, uh, G-U-A-R-D. Or the Swiss guard, for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Swiss guard were like, they were like, move along. If you want the Swiss enough, you can <laughs> buy one. Don't involve us in this. We are neutral. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Obama had the best bust on him, which mm-hmm. was, um, he was talking about, like, he's like, you know, I, I watched uh, The Apprentice. And, you know, I, I saw you had to fire Gary Busey. Decisions like that would keep me up at night. (laughs) He got really hurt, and it was, like you said, after uh, that where he... And Bill Clinton called him and told him to run, too. Who? Bill Clinton. They've had conversations. Great. So Clinton... Clinton gets in there, he's like, hey, you should really shake things up. Well, I mean, knowing that if Trump runs, Hillary has a better shot. I honestly swear to God, with some of the rhetoric that I heard... It felt like he was running and then running it into the ground on purpose. That was some speculation. There was some speculation. Why about was that. Uh, why? Why would he do that? So that just he wouldn't revenge, have to deal with. And also, he always sets being himself up. Being in power, up. Trump. Yeah. You're talking about running into the ground. All the other the details. He's not. It, like you were saying, Sean, it's platitudes with no. Oh, he's um, just pandering. He's pandering. There's no substance ever. Ever. And I listened to one of his... I listened to a whole... I mean, this is how insane I've gotten. I listened to a whole speech of his the other day for an hour and 45 minutes. And at one point he's talking about... Yeah, yeah. And at one point he's talking about, uh, you know, his plan for ISIS. And he's like, he's like, everybody wants to know, you know, I'm going to wipe ISIS out. Let's just say that. First of all, first of all, first of all, can you imagine General George Patton not getting rid of ISIS? In 24 hours, 24 hours, 24 hours, believe me, they would be gone if Patton was here. So I have a plan. Do I have a plan? Yes, I do. Well, am, I, am I gonna tell you what that plan why would I why would I tell you why would I tell you what the plan is? Okay? Because if I tell you the plan, then all of a sudden everybody knows the plan. By the way, all the idiots believe him. I know. Well, as long as you're not talking about it, it must be secret enough to protect. Like, oh my God. Because the idiots so go, of course Patton would wipe them out in 24 hours. Well, and do you remember he was when he the was. the hero of our generation. Do you remember when he was telling that story? He George used C. Scott, this a bunch of times. The story about. George C. Scott will let these people out. It'd be funny if Trump the, said. The story about the guy. I, I forget. It wasn't Patton, I don't think. It was some general who. who dipped MacArthur. bullets in, in pig's blood and executed Muslims in the Philippines. Oh. Are you being serious? Yes. I mean, well, no, this was the story Trump was telling. He right. was like, he was like, so this guy was having trouble with these Muslims in the Philippines. And this is back in the early 1900s, before World War One, even. So what does he do? He captures a couple of them. He has the firing squad dip their bullets in pig's blood. He shoots them and he buries them. And you know what? No more terrorism. And that is a complete urban legend like it's not a true story in this example I'm making up a guy (laughs) and he does shit like that all the time too where he just says things that are patently and not to bring up patent again but patently untrue well that's where that phrase that's the genesis patently untrue patently untrue untrue. it's his heroes of you know war heroes stories absolutely I think you're right it's like no rational person 
yeah. would listen to what he says. And, and so that's why I get very upset because I tend to be very yes. rational. And I, it, it makes but me disappointed in your older in age, you what? Makes me disappointed in America and yeah, the people who are supporting it's sad, him. man. Because there's like people uh, openly rioting and punching and it's just like that, that was like the, the you know, civil rights, 50s, 60s, that's not this progressive generation. But to see that well, it's so very divided faced But it's obviously a, been a simmering underneath everything all this time. Yeah. It's yeah. because people don't have jobs and they don't have things that's to care about. That's correct. That's if they correct. had a middle class living, yes. they wouldn't care so much that's about right. pointing the finger at someone Trump for their failure. has tapped into a lot of angry white people who are out of work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Your jobs are shipped overseas. Yeah. Out of work or even don't have what they think they should have by now in life. Agreed. Well, that's because of the economics again. Same shit, you know. Yeah. Even um, making $15 an hour is like, that's a tough, if you have a, a wife and a couple kids. 15 an hour is nothing, right? Yeah. Well, that's what they're you know? uh, going to make the California thing, like, by 2017. But even that is like, it's tough. Well, what is it now? At least it's getting, it's I like think it's doubling somewhere, it, right? Yeah, it's like 12 or 13. Oh, it is like 12 or 13. You know. I can't wait till that 15 comes along. <laughs> yeah, oh, right, now, right now, I make 12.50 an hour at right. Adult Swim. <laughs> but they send me to New York. Once a year, I get to party with Britney Spears. Yeah. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. <coughs> Yeah, this week the uh, headliner's Darius Rucker. Oh, man! Why? Only country music, though. Only country music. Oh, he was the Hootie the Blowfish. Blowfish. And then he went out on his own country. Let her cry. Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish. He's he's got his own career now? (laughs) Not according to you. (laughs) (laughs) He dropped the Blowfish. That's right. He just forget. Hey, Hootie man, why don't you get rid of the blowfish, my friend, and just go touring? Who are you? My name is Dan the Man. I'm a physicist. You don't have to split the money. I make I make a buck more than minimum wage over here at the lab. Oh. Hey, you want to unravel some DNA with me, motherfucker? <laughs> oh. It writes itself, you know? Oh, it does. Yeah, just, let's get some paper out. I do get scared, though, when I think of uh, the potential for, for like, widespread violence in this country. But I guess I guess the cops are so militarized that maybe maybe they would quell it, you know, because they, they, they can pretty much stop riots pretty quickly, right? Yeah. I don't know. No, maybe I mean, not if it's widespread, know. right? Yeah. They didn't do it in L.A. What? They didn't do it here. That's true. They tend to, when it gets really widespread, they tend to disappear. Honestly, hey, I... Bobby, this doesn't look good at all. Yeah. I remember when the L.A. riots first started. Yeah. Um, they had a helicopter. Were you here? I was here. Were we yeah, here? I was, I was in uh It was in 93, dude. We were not here yet. Yeah, I went to high school in Orange County. Um, but there was oh, a helicopter. You were born and raised? I was born in Hawaii, and I kind of raised Hawaii, in the Hawaii, grew a place. <laughs> it's, it's a, no, Harrison, I don't know I if mean, you know, George Harrison got the shit kicked out of him. I heard, I heard. Fred Paulson. <laughs> Pat Paulson. When the words came out of our mouth, we heard uh, George Harrison was assaulted. Uh, I don't know how you made it through Hawaii. <laughs> 
That's a tough little berg. Yeah, tough berg. So what was that like? But I remember, um, I was just say, uh, there was a news helicopter that went over, and there was a guy in his backyard that was burning leaves. <coughs> they followed the smoke, and they boot, and it was just a guy who... Was and burning then, leaves. And there was no smoke before that, but after that... Because it... What the media perpetuated the idea that LA was on fire Burning. and and a, and a riot. After oh. that one shot of that one guy, I just remember thinking like, "What is what? What happened?" You know, the blew I, up. I remember what I, what I remember is I was teaching school at that time in New York wow. City, wow. and there were rumors. And no, no, no. <laughs> one of the so so the LA riots have started that day, right? And LA is burning, right? And one of the I think it was the dean of students there, right. whose name for real was Bobby Brown. Great, wonderful. Took me aside and he was like, Sean, I think you should get home as fast as possible because it makes I don't spread. know what's going to happen here in New York City. And I was like, there were things like that in New York. Break. Yeah. Like, and yeah. of course, nothing happened in New York. You right. Know? I remember right. on 9 11, uh, I was in my apartment with my brother and uh, we live in Culver City. And it, I was still Boy, sleeping, but he woke up a day. Over City, Hawaii, Paris. Where, where haven't you been, by the way? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I remember on December 7th, 1941, <laughs> I'm sitting in my place. It wasn't infamous until then. <laughs> but I remember watching the news footage uh, of like the, the towers and hearing a plane go over, uh, over our apartment. I was like, maybe that's going to intentionally run into something. And just having that thought was like, you know. Yeah, but at that point, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Right, right. So that's like a, a reasonable conclusion to jump to. Meanwhile, with seven guys with box cutters. Right. Supported by the, <laughs> Saudis. By the Saudis. Supported by the Saudis is right. And by the way, yeah. did you hear? Now that's... that. Uh, by the I way, 9-11. So... Did not happen. In New York. Right, it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, jet fuel doesn't burn steel beams. Most horrific attack on American soil ever. The towers come down. At that point, they're estimating somewhere between 10 and 20,000 people have died. It turned out to be 3,000 something, but about 11 o'clock in the morning that morning, mm -hmm. Eddie calls me on the phone <laughs> and goes, Johnny, I think I probably don't have to go to rehearsal down on Broadway today, right? <laughs> Like, you fucking asshole. I react to tragedy right. with comedy. I mean, I'm serious. I it's agree. a self-defense. I have no... I am not equipped to deal with tragedy. I'm right. being serious. I, I believe And you. when it I first exactly happens, I joke about it, which is completely inappropriate. Right. Right. You know, because it's in the vernacular too soon. I didn't even know. It wasn't even too soon. It was, <laughs> it was, it was sort of midst. before yeah, in the middle of. Oh, wait, know. another tower got hit. Yeah. Right, right in the middle. <clears throat> um, yeah, I remember uh, I had a piano lesson scheduled for that day. Here we I go. Another, <laughs> another brag. Like, oh, and that was before my violin period. <laughs> I had spent some time in Vienna. Anyway, yeah, I had never taken story. a piano lesson before, and I was like, "Okay, I'll take, I'll take this." And I, I didn't even call the woman, and I never went back. You know. So 9/11 ended your piano <laughs> career. <laughs> what my formal education. Were you gonna take a? Was this your first piano lesson? Yeah. Did you uh, never get there? I never went. But Culver City just wasn't said hit. This, like four yeah, Culver seconds. City That's wasn't true. hit. <laughs> That's true. Culver City was... No, but it was... It was I was binge-watching TV. Yeah, yeah binge there was a lot going TV. on. Yeah. 
Plus, I needed to, you know, catch up on some other shows. So it's like it's 9-11 footage and then, you know, some old murder she wrote. <laughs> The night of the night Matt, of 9/11. Why don't you put on 9/11, man? It's fucking interesting. The night that happened, so my brother and his family came over to my apartment because yeah. they lived way downtown, and there was smoke coming up to where they were. Mm-hmm. So they came up to where I was, and of course the bridges were all closed, so nobody could leave the right. island. Right, right, right. But my sister, another sister-in-law of mine, has government clearance. I won't get into why, uh-huh. but uh, I hope so not. She I've already said too much. All of a sudden, I just get shot from a building across the street. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just see one bullet, and me and Matt all of a sudden are in an episode of Three Days of the Condor. Right, like, right, right. And the only clues are on this podcast tape. <laughs> we have to keep rewinding it. We, we go to a specialist. Now, wait a minute. Right before he was Electron hit. microscope. <laughs> electron microscope. Electron microscope. <laughs> electron microscope. <laughs> Um, uh, so she was able to drive in and uh, pick these guys up and take them home. But by then it was like 2 in the morning. So I went outside to the intersection of 3rd Avenue and 22nd Street. And I just walked out into the middle of the intersection. And it was so quiet. The whole city was absolutely silent except I could hear crickets chirping all over the place. It reminded me of like Eddie's sets. <laughs> but it was so weird because I realized those crickets were there all the time. You just never heard them right. because there was always so much hustle and bustle. Where were the crickets? Where, where, were, the where they were? They were in the sewer or in the in the tree. No, where or, were you? Where were you? I was in the Third sewer. Or in the tree. <laughs> I was in the tree. I was in the, yeah, the subway tunnels. Oh, tw- you know. Intersection of Twenty Second Street and Third Avenue. You heard crickets at Twenty Second. Lots and- of them. No, I don't think so. I don't think crickets are in the city. They're <laughs> everywhere. They're just in the comedy clubs. They're not everywhere. <laughs> Who are you, Trump? They're everywhere. They're Let everywhere. me tell you something. What do you mean by that? I'll tell you what I mean. Let me tell you something. If I, if I'm elected, there'd be no crickets. Crickets? <laughs> We're gonna knock the crap out of those crickets. First of all, nobody understands cricket. <laughs> what the fuck is that? First of all, bats shouldn't be flat. <laughs> Any way cricket works as a word, we're going to get rid of it. Oh, yeah! <laughs> any, any variation on the word cricket, it's done. Did you see that he, uh... The cell phone carrier, they're out! He they're finally, new! He finally figured out an attack on Kasich. Uh-uh. What'd he do? He came up with a bad nickname for him. Stru- well, he's struggling for that, right? right so right. so he finally he finally settled on this. He goes, yeah. I know, what, what, what is it, Kasich or Kasich? Every time I look at it, I think Kasich, like it's I-C-H. Shouldn't that be, C- be Kasich? I mean, can we ask this guy to change the pronunciation of his name? Because uh, it's ridiculous. And the masses. Yeah, I did it. And I used to be drunk. And people are like, right. yeah, the people are like, ah. Right. right. And then the other thing he said, he, he goes, uh, he goes, this guy gives press conferences while he's stuffing food. I never see somebody, I never seen a guy eat so much food while he's giving press you know he says I'd like to take some questions from the press now and he's is stuffing this a, pan- a pancake yeah because he, there's been several instances mm. well, where he's Hillary when food, he, local uh, foods to pan right you know right, right. well or he's hungry I mean I don't know I don't I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you a hundred percent on that but, he uh, shakes pancakes and eats hands, you know, standing. But it was just funny that it was clear that Trump had been struggling for so long, and then it's somebody, was, somebody was like, why don't we make fun of him for eating? Right. For the way he eats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just heard him say, like, they're colluding. They're colluding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, his, they, you know, his saying, if he runs against Hillary, it's just going to be like, 
she looks like the back of my balls. <laughs> like that's gonna be it, and everyone's gonna love that. They're gonna be like, absolutely. <laughs> she looks like the back of my balls. Look at her. How about the whole thing he was doing about <laughs> being more presidential? Right. He's like, my wife tells me she wants me to be more presidential. Melania, Melania, Ivanka. She says, be more presidential. Oh, Whoever oh, you are. Oh, oh, let me be presidential. Oh, good morning. Good morning, I'm the president. Good morning. Yeah. Did he do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Did he do that? yeah. Dude, he is so shrewd. Or he's just that stupid. I also, and that's what people love. I also read a funny article it. today that said maybe he's just... In, like maybe he has Alzheimer's. Like we should Are you find. Serious? Yeah, like for for real, sincere article saying. How old is he? By the way, he like babbles and doesn't make any sense. How old and there's is no he? connection. Sixty nine. Is he? Yeah. Well, that's a great position. By the way, yeah. that's a great age to die. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, that'd be another thing he does when he's running. By the way, uh, my age is sixty nine. You got any problems with that? I certainly uh, Ivana Milana, whatever. They don't. My love. My, my I'm sixty nine. Like the sexual position. Did you guys understand that? Let's just say, let's just say I love to eat out. <laughs> On that note, uh, I gotta hit oh. stop, guys. That was too funny. Oh, that was good. Uh, I always ask: Is there uh, any way you like people to stay in touch with you online? Just at Sean Conroy on Twitter. At Sean Conroy yeah, on Twitter. At, at Eddie Puppet on Twitter. And then all my other stuff is there. When are you so, putting it up? Okay, thank you. Um, probably in about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> And that was it, guys. That was episode 87 of the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Thank you again to Eddie and Shaw for coming up. Find them online. Support their ventures. A high tide raises all the boats. And uh, don't forget to come see me if you're in the Northern California area. Um, do some stand-up. Do some stand-up, especially the uh, Monday, July 11th show at Doc's Lab. Uh, it's actually formerly the Purple Onion. So over there on Columbus Street, come and, uh, come and find me, MacKinnison.com. All right, that is it. Stay in touch. Shoot me an email, grabbinglunch at gmail.com. Let me know where you're listening from and um, give it a follow on Twitter at grabbinglunch. You guys are great. I appreciate the support. And uh, in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalivari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. <laughs>